0: We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Guayamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nation Elders, past, present and emerging. The way we've done our show nails is quite significantly different. I know. Yeah. Talk me through your decision-making process.
1: Yeah, it's very indicative of our personalities. Yes. Um <laughs> For context, DLs, Revs has got what I can only describe as crow talons. <laughs> Why a crow? Okay. There are many things in this world with talons. American bald eagle. And you went for crow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Homage to your Americano. They look like American bald eagle talons. They don't
0: look like any skanky bird. They are stripper <laughs> nails and stripper nails only. Okay. <laughs> I have long, I have Kardashian-esque claws mm-hmm.
1: and I love them. I covet them. Yeah. They look awesome. Like if I'm being really honest, I'm a tad jelly. <laughs> DLs, I tried to get, I believe they're called almond shaped mm. talony nails yes, yes. and uh, the lady at the nail salon did them for me and I went, absolutely not. I can't live like this. I won't be able to do buttons up. No. I won't be oh, able yeah, to I can't get buttons. coins
0: out of my purse. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> You don't have a purse and you don't have coins. So, That's all right. Such BS. N- not a problem. <laughs> look, putting a period cup in with these is uh, a real experience. Mm. Yeah. Look, I remember when we went shopping for Gem's wedding dress, she was like, yeah, but I want it to be comfy. And my brain imploded. <laughs> I was like, what? It's your wedding dress. Like, bring the look. Why is comfort even on the list? But I understand not everyone's like me. Or, Kim, like, Kardashian. or Kim Kardashian. Kim <laughs> Kardashian. It's just me and Kim. And then there's everyone else. <laughs> all right. Should we get into the episode? Definitely We have a thousand things to
1: do, but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids. We don't have time for this. Just what you need Two basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time for This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, AKA Gemma Pina on the gram, along with my co host.
0: Hey, Revsy Reeves. Oh,
1: Brisbane! I know. We're
0: in you. We're in ya. We're coming tonight. We're very excited. Brizzy, you guys? Oh. Revzy, don't play favorites. I was gonna say, I don't like to have a favorite child, mm. but Brisbane's a fucking vibe. Yeah, you guys have brought the energy. Oh, Everyone is so psyched for the show. This show sold so well, so quickly. Like we are packed to the brim with DLs and Briz Vegas just knows how to have a good time. The mood is high. I'm just brimming with gratitude for the Briz Vegas folk. Yeah, I we don't love know. you. Like we, we feel so freaking welcome. <laughs> we feel so welcome in brizzy. We love you guys. We are so psyched for the show tonight. We cannot wait to see you all. Yeah, let us know you're there. As soon as we open those doors, we want to hear you. It's going to be loose. Yeah, guys, we get a big energy dose from when the doors open and we're backstage and we can hear all the DLs coming in. It's a very big moment for us. So yeah, permission to bring it. Hey, quickly back on nails and then we'll leave it. Mm-hmm. The DLs will be yelling at their phones like, so was it a company expense? No, it was not. <laughs> no, treasurer said no. No, sorry, everyone. Yeah, Treasurer said no. So we paid for our own nails. Yep. This tour
1: has been budgeted within an inch of its life and there was not an inch no. to give for nail glam. No.
0: But well, we're going to go on with that nail. Yes,
1: exactly. It was a last minute addition. So personal expense it is. Yes. Anyway. Also, I know we're going to move on from the nail topic, but can <laughs> I just say one last thing? I haven't got my nails done this whole year until for the show. I forgot how expensive they were. I oh,
0: know. It's upsetting.
1: $120. Yeah, but you got a set. I did get a set. <laughs> and no, your petty. No, listen to me. Before all the nail <laughs> deals rage at me, this is not about me undervaluing your industry. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, yeah, the yeah. time and what it costs, but I'm just taken aback. Because
0: you're out of practice. for. I am for out
1: it. of practice. And I was like, yeah. shit, I've saved some money this year by not getting
0: my nails done. 100%. And uh, deferring to the stick on sports girl nails. Yeah. Anyway, they would not suffice for this up no we need no. strong bonded going nowhere nails yeah who cares if you can't undo a button <laughs> how many buttons have you got in the show geez revs we have so many
1: quick changes and it's <laughs> for me it's not the buttons it's the side zips yeah. and the risk of them
0: getting caught in the fabric yeah there's no coming back from that no no you'll have to go on gaping gaping <laughs> open <laughs> here's my titties <laughs> nip slip incoming no. this isn't
1: my no time okay. but um something i've had less time for recently <laughs> okay is Iggy's joined Teddy in consumerist, mountain, obsessive, wants everything, buy this for me now yes. phase of life and for context – I've been taking him to the mall lately because they're getting older mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, it's easier. They can hang. They can walk. Yeah. I don't need a pram. Yeah. This is a new era. And I remember when I was just taking Raffle with me as a little sidekick buddy to the shops and it dawning on me, oh, this is easy. Like mm. girlfriend can hang. But we had a few visits to our local Westfield where I was like, oh, I have to kind of educate her that every time we go to the shops, it's not gift buying time. Yeah, it's, not, you, it's not Christmas. No, you don't just get what you want. And so I've actually made it a habit with Raffle to bring her with me every time we buy a gift for someone in her kindy class for their birthday because I want her to understand that we shop for other people, not just ourselves. Uh Anyway, trying to do this with Iggy and hold. Fucking shit. Boyfriend has been having stage 11 meltdowns. Eek. Like, there might even be some DLs listening to this going, Yeah, babe, I was at the mall that day. <laughs> I when, saw you. Uh, yeah, I saw you in Woolworths with your son face down, horizontal on the ground in the fruit and veg aisle, demanding a lollipop. Oh my God.
0: And me saying no. And him screaming bloody murder. If you're a new listener, Consumerism Mountain, I don't even know when it started, but it was like, around Christmas time. Around Christmas was time, yeah. And I described Teddy as living on the top of Consumerism Mountain, as in he went through this phase. Oh, this makes me happy to hear that yeah. he went through it. Past tense, speak to me, Raz. Okay. I need to hear your wisdom. I have a theory, and it's not nice though, it's not a flattering theory. Okay. Isla had a, a version of this, but nothing like Teddy, right? Like, I think around three or even maybe in the twos, they start to go like, ooh, you can get stuff, and there's they get that dopamine hit of a new thing, and like you only have to see the at Christmas when they're the first grandchildren in the family when they get a pile of stuff and there's no gratitude and they're like whipped through it and they open it and they toss things on the floor and they're like next and you're like oh my god this is awful I hate this to sort of go okay there's there's a definitely a stage where kids can get I guess they would have called it spoiled and yeah it's not nice to witness and they get entitled like they go well, where's my fucking gift Well, Isla yeah she kind of got quite quickly with me being like no we're not here it's not your birthday it's not Christmas. This is for someone else. You don't just get something every time you go to the mall or the servo or whatever. Insert place you go where sometimes they'll get a treat. And she got that quite quickly. Same with Raff. I feel, oh, I don't want to get cancelled, but there's something in the boys that is just a little more entitled mm. and they can't regulate... That like, but I want it. Yes. (laughs) But I want it. I got it that one time and I want it now. And they can't seem to get. Look, I obviously this isn't going to be drawn down a gender line for everyone. I have to say that. Not all boys. Not all boys. Obviously, we love our boys, but I feel like it's more challenging for my boy and for my nephews and for boys I know to accept that they can't have what they want. Mm. And I wonder, yes. if it's a male trait. It's funny. Like I did wonder if Iggy was
1: having a gnarly testosterone surge, surge yeah, because he was angry, yeah, 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 like, and he couldn't let it go. That yeah, was the difference between that's,
0: yeah, the entitlement. Yes, part. yes. But that like, like, but I want it. Yeah. Why can't I have it? Yeah. I want it. The injustice
1: yeah. for him. Because yeah. with Raf, it was like she would have a meltdown but I could talk her around yep. and I could reason with yep. her. With Iggy, there was no yeah. reasoning. It went on and on and on and he screamed and he was red in the face. His eyes were puffy. We even took him to the car. We were stood in the car park for about half an hour mm. just being like, hey buddy, like we're here for you when you're ready to come out of this space you're in. Like nothing I said soothed him. Yeah, yeah. Distraction did work like he was hell bent on getting this red wiggles phone yeah and there was <laughs> no i know but there was that was it he was fixated on a lollipop a wiggles phone and because i said no no it's like he went fuck you and just lost his shit yeah. and iggy is a cool calm collect yeah. kid he is my chill child yeah but not when it comes
0: to stuff yeah look You know, a lot of our problems in the world would change if there wasn't so much male entitlement. You know, I think it's good we're trying to get it out of them. But yeah, it like Teddy's went for a long time, yeah. And like now it does work. Now that he's six, we can be going to the mall or whatever, and I can do the briefing. You know, I can be like, okay, we're going to get these things. You can get a donut or you can get a boost juice or whatever, but like we're not getting any toys. We're not getting new clothes. We're not getting new shoes. We're here to get X Y Z, and that registers. Oh my god, Isla's the fucking opposite. You know, she'll really like something and I'll go do you like that baby and she goes no 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 I don't need it and put it Aww. back like she's the ultimate but you know that's got its other end of the spectrum issues of like honey you don't have to apologize you're allowed to say you want it doesn't mean mm. we're gonna get it today but you know she's such a team player whereas Ted he's gotten really good now if he's briefed so he, he will come out of it but I yeah it's a full-on time and it went for years with yeah him. what's funny is
1: I kind of observed in myself I went oh well I'm not bringing him to the mall yeah. ever again because it's happened twice back mm. to back. Back. And the second time Hubs witnessed it and he was like, whoa, what yeah. am I witnessing? And I was like, babe, this is what I told you about. Like, I'm so glad you're seeing this. It's like he's possessed. But instead of running from the issue, it's made me go, actually, he needs more exposure and yeah. more practice. And yeah. as a parent, that's exhausting. Uh, you got
0: to get it up But for at the same
1: time, I'm not going to raise an entitled brat. No, nope. No. Who loses his shit every when he time I see Yes. Yeah. Like, no way. I'm no way. committed to raising a man who can regulate his own fucking emotions. Fuck You yeah. know,
0: like I am. And sport helps with that too. Big time. Yeah. Like I get they it. really have to learn to be good losers, shake the hands of the other players, and cop it when they don't do well individually and as a team. It's very helpful. Speaking of sport yes. and Iggy. Yes. <laughs> this is my
1: what I don't have time for. But it's something that I didn't have time for, but I now do have time for. Ooh,
0: it's layered. Yes, it's layered. It,
1: it's, a, it's a curly one. I don't okay. even know how to properly put it into a sentence. Okay. But I guess what I didn't have time for, but I now do have time mm-hmm. for, is having a child with a personality that is so different from every other member in the family. Mm. Now I'm not saying that me, Hubs, and Raf are the same personality. We are not. Okay. But where we share a strong similarity is all three of us are activity driven people. Mm-hmm. Like we get to a weekend, we're like, let's go to the beach, let's do this, let's mm-hmm. go on a scooter, let's go to this playground. let like we love like to keep busy. We love being busy. Mm-hmm. We enjoy being out in the sunshine. Like we're an outdoorsy, active family. Iggy is not mm. at this stage. Yeah. I say at this stage because I'm aware things can change. Yep. He's three and a half. But his innate personality is bookworm. Mm-hmm. I want to be inside. I want to be sitting on something comfortable. Mm-hmm. I want to read books or I'll happily play reading eggs and have screen time. Yeah. Like he's not that
0: interested in being outside now. And he would be fine if that was all day. Like he wouldn't oh, climb the walls and need to get out like Rafa, who's like needs to get out. Yes. They yeah. couldn't be more
1: opposite. Mm. But as a whole, me, Hubs and Rafa share that. Yeah. Kind of,
0: Let's get out. And you're all early risers. Exactly. And you're uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: Iggy is not. not yeah, He's not. He's yeah. different. It's brought up some interesting stuff in both me and Hubs because I've been reflecting on this quite a lot lately because Hubs and I used to get quite frustrated mm, with mm-hmm. Iggy, if I'm honest. So just little things like, you know, Rafa learnt to ride a two-wheel bike at age three. She learnt to scooter at 18 months, moved to a two-wheel scooter really young. Like she's just been all in, learnt all Learned to go. swim
0: really quickly really and really quickly. young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
1: the physical things have happened so quickly and maybe this is what's so unfair to Iggy because I've had to learn that Rafa is the exception not the rule Mm -hmm. but she's my firstborn yeah so I just all you know it's all I knew so I was like oh this is what kids do and then it's actually friends around me who are like no Mm. like Rafa's kind of in a league of her own when it comes to her agility and coordination yeah I accept that but as a family we're now in this rhythm you know how the firstborn dictates Mm -hmm.
0: where your weekends pretty much yeah and where you're at
1: in life like if your firstborn starts doing sport you're on that circuit so we we love scootering down to the beach i'm using scootering as an example because we've had some progress okay. and i'm very excited we bought scooters last christmas mm-hmm. it's august and we've never been able to scooter to the beach as a family of 4 mm-hmm because Iggy has refused to scooter. Okay. Some people will be like, it's not a big deal. But for us, it's like, it's how we get there faster. It's fun. Like For us, we're like, what are you, Iggy, this is fun. And he's like, no, I don't want to. It's not for him. I don't want to scooter. I don't. And he'll even say, I don't want to go to the beach. I don't like the beach. And we're like, what do you mean you don't like the beach? You can't not like the beach. We are a beach family. It is our identity. It is our personality. It's our fucking religion, kiddo. Like get on board. Now, what I have learned is I truly believe you get sent the child that you are given to teach you some things about yourself. Definitely. It's a much better reframe. And Hubs, especially, he's like Raph, he's a Kelpie. Mm. He needs a lot of exercise, a lot of running around. We call him activities guy. And I was always a bit worried about their relationship because I was like, look, if I'm going to lean to the cliche, I was like, father son. Yeah. You know how we what all What will th- they vibe on? Correct. Yeah. We all think we're going to give birth to a miniature version of
0: ourselves, yeah. right? So we were like, we're having a boy. and but actually of- Rafa is mini your husband. Hunji P. Yeah, yeah.
1: They froth on all the stuff together, but I'm mindful of how much of a tightrope a father-son relationship can be mm. It can go one of two ways mm-hmm. It can be tightly bound Or it can be really fractured mm. And I've seen that in lots of examples Within the community around me It's like something I've been really working hard on With mm. hubs Because his natural inclination Is to lean towards Wrath's frothiness mm-hmm. And she feeds it Because mm. he's like, let's do this And she's like, yeah And Igz is like, nah And he's like, alright, well I'll take Raph mm. And that's what the dynamic uh, was becoming right, right, right. And I was like, no, no, no Like, I want you to yeah encourage Iggy and Hubs is like oh but he doesn't want to and I'm like well I know he doesn't want to but like I don't want this to become because it started to feel like a division mm. so for example scootering to the beach I'll come back to that Hubs and Raf would scooter ahead and I'd be walking two kilometers an hour with Iggy walking his scooter mm. to the beach mm-hmm. and I've got my scooter and then because he's walking with his scooter <laughs> I have to walk with my scooter and I'm like what is the fucking point of this you mm. know and we get to the beach ages after them so I sat down with Hubs and I said look I'm just Worried about your relationship with Iggy, like you've got Rafa. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, it
0: comes naturally, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What you need to water Mm. is this seed relationship with Iggy Mm. that hasn't had an opportunity to kind of germinate. Mm. And I guess what I want to say is the difference in their relationship now is night and day. And I explained it to Hubs that Iggy is here to teach you patience that you've never had. And slow down. And it's what a gift. (laughs) their relationship is so beautiful yeah. now. And also because Iggy was so clingy of me, Hubs was like, oh, but he just wants you. Mm. And I was like, but that's not a me problem. Mm. That's actually a clear as day sign for me that you need him to also want you. Mm. So you need to work hard on fostering that relationship so that he also will happily go to daddy, not mm. just mummy, all the time. And it's happened. This is why I have time for this. Wow. Because I guess I zoomed out, I kind of observed what was happening because like anything, you know, when you have a newborn for the first time and you don't have any conversation about a plan mm. of how you're going to yeah. raise this child together, yeah. you just suddenly find yourself in it. And then often mothers are resentful because it's like, hang on, why the fuck am I doing everything? I guess I paused and had a uh, like, I'm not trying to make myself sound like, you know, no, but this of-
0: is something you're very good at. This is one of your motherhood skill sets. Look, it? look, you and I, we don't have the full set of skills, okay? No. We're not capital M mums, but this is one of your things in your motherhood toolkit and I think you should own it that you're really good at is that you can zoom out and identify an issue and action it, <laughs> not, yeah. to, not to put you in full CEO gem mode, but like you can, it's one of your skills as a mum is that you can identify an issue, figure out what needs to be done and then I'll put a strategy to it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Sounds so corporate, but <laughs> it's, it's a just, skill. It's so funny it's because so many of us walk around going like something's off, something's off, something's not right. This doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. Or just, another, or just accepting, oh, like the way they're not bonding. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I think it is a skill. Oh, thanks, Rez. It's yeah. a skill I did not know yeah. that I even had. It's useful. But I guess I'm just, sounds really stupid, but I'm really proud yes. of Hubs and Iggy's relationship because we worked at it as a family and now it's become natural mm. and now Iggy's scootering because Hubs was like, let's go to the netball courts. Instead of scootering to the beach where there's cars mm. and, you know, cautious Clive gets mm-hmm. a bit nervous about driveways, yeah. let's go to the netball courts where it's an open field and get him to feel free mm. you know why kids love bicycles so much when they finally learn to ride it's that independence yeah. it's like oh my god I can literally go somewhere cycle away from my parents yeah, yeah, yeah. you know at speed yeah and once Hubs and I took Iggy to the netball courts it's like he caught
0: the bug and Hubs was like he's in now yeah like he's felt it he, and the other side of this mm. which I'm gonna call out yeah 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 do and I know you'll be aware of this but it's not just about Iggy assimilating into the three of totally, you totally yeah. it's about you all also meeting Iggy where he needs to be in equal measure. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. and that's a lesson for all of us in all relationships is like, totally. It's great that Iggy wants to scoot now, but it's also like you need to spend time with him reading at home and having some home time. And so I only say this because my sister's been through the exact same thing.
1: I think it's amazing that you've brought this up because you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like book reading is not something that Hubs cares for. Yeah. It's not his favorite thing. Like every parent's got their thing, yeah, right? Totally. Like I, I love reading the kids' books. I love putting on the characters. I don't love it. Yeah, okay. So my husband's the same. And so I've always taken charge of that but whenever the kids ask him to read a book now he will and he will sit down with Iggy and he will read a book with him and that's exactly what you're that's saying that's the
0: reciprocity and that's how a relationship grows yes. right and you're teaching your kid silently without words you're not mm. telling them you're teaching them this isn't something i love to do but i want to do this with you because i know you love to do it and they're of course going to take that into their adult relationships aren't yeah. they yeah it's really interesting my sister is like you she's an early riser she's active she's outdoors she loves the beach she wants to be in nature she's a frother and she is very social extrovert loves it you know she has an introvert son who needs a lot of not alone time but just like decompression, ju- decompression time, time. Mm. and it took her not long because she's very intuitive but it took her time to work this out this was his personality and he gets really overwhelmed mm. a way she soothes him is hey tomorrow let's have a home day should we have a home day tomorrow and he'll say no beach and she's like no beach no people no people just Us will just be at home, and it took her some time, but like that's what he needs. That's beautiful, and that's her job is to help him get what he needs so he can thrive in the world, right?
1: Because it's very easy to be selfish. And go... Because it's frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. Like, this yeah. is what I mean about it's hard to admit. Like, yeah. I was a bit, like, bummed that Iggs wasn't on mine, Raft and Hugs's yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Iggs isn't going to take to surfing, straight. you know, right. like, anything, ocean swimming. Like, he is slow to everything. But I've, yeah, exactly but like your sister. there's so much
0: beauty in the type of person he is. So much. He's, there's so much beauty. And you've got to find the beauty, you know? Like, I know I've joked a lot about, I love sport now. I don't. I don't. I'm not sporty. Mm. But... I can see in my children a real keen They're like their love dad. of sport. They're like their dad. They love it. They fizz on it. And you know what? I can resist, resist, resist and did for years. And I did exactly what you said. I was like, yeah, do that with your dad. I'm not keen. I'll take you to musicals. But as soon as I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to get on this vibe with them. You connect. Mm. You get the reward of the connection and it's worth it. I love this that. Sounds so, this is all sounding real Pollyanna and altruistic <laughs> and very like, let's all hold hands and kumbaya. But like it, the reward is real. Yeah. And you're so right. They teach you. They do. Like that compromise can be this space of beauty. It's not always a space of frustration, but I feel like stage one is frustration. It is. And like resentment sometimes you're like, I don't want to go to three different sports in one week. I don't want to do it. I don't want to Mm. drive. I don't want to sit there. I don't want to make small talk with the other parents. I don't want to sit in the cold. I don't want to do it. I hate it. Can we not go to a dance class where the room is heated and I would enjoy watching? (laughs) with a hot coffee in my hand oh, but you know but for them for them and you know then there's the other part of it which is and then you do need to still have things for you of, of course because we're a family and everyone has their turn in having the thing that nourishes them Yeah. but that's a huge lesson as well for their adult relationships is like you know we got to do sport all morning and now mum needs a few quiet hours so you know go and play with Lego or have some iPad time or read or play together whatever mum needs some chill now because mum is like an Iggy <laughs> well
1: this is what I've learn is everything takes a beat Mm. to get there it's just like the moment you give birth and you feel like you're nailing the routine and then it all changes and then you have to keep up you constantly have to do an audit of your family I hate using the word audit it's Mm -hmm. so corporate but it's true yeah you need to just zoom out and go okay what pieces do Mm. I need to move or adjust or tweak for a better happier overall family kind of outcome I don't believe this ever ends
0: it never ends from talking to my parents it never ends like this continues into adult child relationships like oh say, this like, is life you know I'll admit I'm 37 years old I have moments all the time where
1: I go I've taken my mum for granted yeah over the last few months she's done a lot I need to do something nice for her mm. You know, you can go on and it can go on for years and she could be silently building up resentment and here I am taking advantage and being like, what? And be entitled. Mm. It happens. Yeah, it does. But if you just pause and just order, is the only word that comes to mind, but just your relationships of those in your inner circle. You know, I say to hubs, when
0: was the last time you called your mum or your sisters? When Mm. was the last time you checked in with them? Like sometimes you just need that little push. Yeah, I think the lesson that not everyone is like me, (laughs) Totally is a massive preach. massive massive life lesson it is and it's one that you're lucky to learn the younger you learn it so for Iggy and Rafa this is a gift right because that's what they're learning by how you are doing this in your family is that not everyone is like me because some people we've all met them in the workplace people who are rigid and are like no this is how it's done and it's like no that's how you do it mm. that doesn't mean it's how it's done you know and you meet these people coming up in relationships this is how it is and you're like well no that works for you yeah. that's doesn't work for me and so I think this is a it's just we all learn it at some point the younger you learn it the more ahead you are to have a happy peaceful life totally yeah you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? So my partner and I were discussing the different parenting types. Oh, yeah. He's Gen X, so he had not really heard of this. He'd heard of helicopter parent, but that was kind of it because mm. Gen X weren't – I'm not actually – I think that's a generalisation. Gen X men maybe weren't as quite into parenting articles. Did it even exist? <laughs> yeah, it did. Gen X was only a little bit okay. older than us. So anyway, he's like, so what are the types? And I started running him through some of the types, and I've since looked up a list – and who he thought he was and then after some chats what he actually was and same for me what I thought I was and what I want to be and like what I actually am is probably very different and
1: is this you guys observing this in each other like was he like no Kate you're definitely more of an xyz and you're like no I'm not and he's like yeah you are yes exactly so
0: the fun remix of being in a relationship with another parent but they're not the parent of your children Mm. is it's really interesting it's so different to parents with your partner if you're the parents of the child because you can be a bit more like curious. That's how you do things. You know, it's Mm. like it's very fascinating and you can learn a lot from each other. And you have
1: to be delicate, right? You have to be very respectful. yes. Yes. Yeah. Because you can't come down on how they are parenting you their own cannot. children. No, you absolutely cannot. And absolutely in reverse, you would not tolerate no. that. Can you imagine that? No. We I, I'm trying yeah.
0: to imagine a guy coming into my life well, and being like. I have a girlfriend who had ended her relationship because oh, wow. her new partner didn't match with her oh, and her okay. kid. Didn't mm. match at all. And she was like, ah, don't tell us what to do. <laughs> Fuck off. Interesting. <laughs> We've gotten on just fine before you, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, we have found it quite easy to have that boundary because we both are similar personalities where we're like, that's your children these are my children I'm not I don't care to interfere and I don't you know want your interference but there's still a level of support and discussion that obviously you talk about your kids non-stop anyway so I think I know what kind of parent I at least want to be. Oh, I can't wait to weigh in on this too. And I think I am this, but anyway, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. We always think we're the good one, don't we? Mm-hmm. So let me run you through a few and I want you to tell me what you think you are. So this is what I hadn't heard of before, a lawnmower parent. Oh, yeah. So this is the progression of helicopter parent. So let's define helicopter parent first. Helicopter parents are quite famous. They're parents who tend to hover. Yeah. And this can continue up to university age, oh right? God. But I guess it presents in the playground as, like, hovering when they're, like, going up a ladder or mm. coming down a swing. But then it kind of happens emotionally as well where it's like, oh, what are they feeling? What are they feeling? Do I need to intervene? Can I help? Like, it's just very involved. Sounds exhausting. All I can hear is a buzzing sound. Yeah. <laughs> like mm. a, of, like, a yeah. fly or a helicopter. Like, yeah. it's like, go away. Yeah swatting I want to swat away but I understand it's very real and it comes from like an anxiety of your kid being hurt or getting in trouble or being in danger that's kind of where that comes from have you heard of the dolphin parent no okay so the dolphin way is a book that was written and this is like so it's very intentional dolphin parenting the slogan is raising happy, healthy, and motivated kids without turning into a tiger. So that's the next one, mm. tiger parent. But so these parents seek collaboration, flexibility, and balance, and they follow a pod system, P O D. Yep. P is for play and exploration, O is for others, and D is for downtime, which includes rest, exercise and sleep. So just define the others part. I think it's about charity, community, looking out for other people, spending like a third of your time thinking about other people and a third of your time for play and exploration. So it's quite, I would call it new age. Yeah, I can imagine a lot of people would like to think that they are a dolphin. It's appealing. Yes, it is. It's appealing. It's very selfless. Yeah. And I think it would suit those kind of like a... It's grounding It's grounding And then there's still time for you with sleep, rest, exercise I don't know Feels nice It does Sorry, I didn't go back to lawnmower parent Lawnmower parents are the progression of a helicopter Which is these parents mow down a path for their children Removing all obstacles that may cause discomfort, challenges or struggles
1: Oh, I remember lawnmower parents growing up It was not my parents But it was those parents who would make sure their kids did their homework And almost did it for them Yes to ensure they got good grades. Is it that kind
0: of vibe? Yeah, and also like, any emotional discomfort, remove mm, it. Any yeah. time where you might not feel good, remove it. Just So it's like it. they're ahead of the kid in life, just removing all these potential obstacles. How exhausting. How exhausting. <laughs> but also what a disservice to your child. But anyway, I'm not here to judge yet. <laughs> this parent may not only help their child, but probably does a lot of the work for the child mm-hmm. and checks to make sure that everything is correct. Oof. So that removes any potential embarrassment or lessons. <laughs> but you know, so that everything is, goes perfectly for this child. I feel like this child's going to turn 22 and have a major mental breakdown. But anyway, yeah, that's lots of a long therapy. Parent, <laughs> lots of therapy. The tiger parent. Another famous one. Tiger parent is known for putting excellence in academics and carefully chosen extracurriculars above leisure time. Hence the term tiger mom. Yeah, It's quite racially slanted because mm-hmm. they're usually talking about Asian parents. They are. That's where it started. Yep. But there is an archetype for that. That owns it. I mean the look, benchmark. as
1: someone who went to a Thai school as my first school. Mm-hmm. When I was six, seven, eight, I did exams. Oh my I mean, God. Yep, sit down exams. And not only that, Rebsie, you got ranked. So I was in a year with a hundred kids. That's oh
0: Teddy's age. And yep. And you got ranked and oh. you were told where you came. This was at my Thai school. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, Parents are authoritarian and have high expectations. This is tough love parenting where children are expected to respond to challenges. Mm. It must be a natural inclination for a certain type of ambitious person or someone who believes the family reflects on them. So interesting. There's always
1: a risk of it backfiring though. Big risk. Mm. It can come to fruition. I do know lots of people who had tiger parents and then they did become doctors and lawyers and have great happy lives and then probably have those ambitions For their own children Mm. But then I also know A handful of people Who went full-blown
0: Rebellious Yeah, of course Mm. Attachment parent Well, this is the opposite We know all about Attachment parenting Attachment parents Desire close contact Between baby and caregiver Through baby wearing Breastfeeding And co-sleeping These parents use Natural closeness Rather than the clock To determine their baby's needs Parents also emphasize Role modeling Positive discipline By using praise And rewards for good behavior And loss of privileges For poor behavior Oh, I haven't heard that Mm. as part of attachment I thought it was more like you never remove privileges or you get what you want yeah but maybe that's not what the original idea was maybe it's morphed
1: I feel like attachment parenting has had the most airtime on social media Mm. especially and it kind of aligns quite well with gentle parenting Mm. and that whole movement like when I think of attachment parenting I'm like oh yeah that was a movement over the last eight to ten years
0: and it's come out of so much of the last 20 years of psychology has been about attachment theory and how So many of our problems as adults do stem from the attachment we had to our parents.
1: You know, Rebzi. sorry to segue for a second, but I saw this great quote on the internet and it said... She loves a quote! I do. I don't know why lately things are landing with me in the parenting space, but the quote goes, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken adults. Oh, fuck. Mm. It just really stuck with me. That really lands. Yeah, exactly. And it's about, you know... undoing all of that generational trauma and uh, raising strong, confident kids
0: who know they're enough and know their value and self-worth. Anyway. Wow. Just had to share that one. Well, I guess at its core, that is what attachment parenting is trying to do. Yeah. Is be like, if you know from birth that you are enough, that you are secure, that you're safe, that it's going to remove any fight or flight responses, that you're not going to have to. That you are loved. Yeah, that you're going to know you're loved and worthy. And then when you go out into the world, you carry that with you. So I guess at the core, it's very smart. Yeah. Interestingly, just had to come in at this point and say, I don't know which one I am. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Free range parent. Have you heard of this? I have. I hadn't these parents allow their kids to walk to school or a nearby playground alone young children may be allowed to ride public transport or shop alone free-range parents believe this freedom promotes independence and self-reliance but it's not been without controversy as others have seen it as dangerous or neglectful i find that hard to be just a whole philosophy but i guess it would come down to everything like you'd be like you can get your own breakfast you can do your own buttons you can put your shoes on like it would probably trickle down that far
1: yeah i think there's pros and cons with both like i think fostering independence is really important and I'm sure these parents aren't being reckless no. with their children. No. Like you can't assume that they want their kids to be hurt or put them in a dangerous situation. Like I'm always certain there's a framework within. Like, for example, a young child catching public transport, they would have done it with them so many yeah. times,
0: you know, until it becomes
1: second nature to them.
0: I feel like if you're an attachment parent, it would be easy to judge mm-hmm. a free-range parent because it's so diametrically kind of opposed to what you believe. And vice versa. Yeah. Finally, a lighthouse parent. Oh, I know what a lighthouse parent is actually this is what i identify as most it's a style of parenting which as its name suggests considers the parents to be a lighthouse guiding and supporting their child parents who adopt this approach are aware of their child's surroundings and there to help them but they also trust their child and give them space to learn grow make mistakes by themselves a big part of lighthouse parenting is the acknowledgement that children grow and change and therefore parenting has to grow and change to support the needs of the different stages. It's adaptable just like they are. It's actually considered the antithesis to helicopter parenting. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm up here on the hill. You can always come home. I'm always here to guide you. But you got to go out and do this on your own. The judgy version
1: is like, oh, they're such a hands off yeah. Yes, yeah. And it's not about that. It's yeah. about not trying to fix every situation for them, letting them move through the feelings of and emotions, but it can also be as basic as your kids in a playground and they're trying something risky and instead of stopping them from mm. doing it or hovering mm. over them is actually trusting that they can yeah. and stepping back.
0: Now, obviously, it depends on who your kids are, right? Like, you couldn't step back and let Iggy just try things because he's not as sure-footed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, Rafa, you can. But I'm getting better, Revs, Yeah. because
1: Hubs has pulled me up on this. He says you baby him Mm. and Iggy is actually more capable than Mm. you give him credit for. So I've had to adopt more of the lighthouse approach with Iggy.
0: I'm actually interested, what did you think you are and what do you aspire to be? Yeah, well, it's funny. I think I'm... lighthouse I'd love to be lighthouse sounds amazing I think I have some attachment things Mm -hmm. um so I think I'm a lighthouse with an attachment and (laughs) free-range rising I really feel positively about free-range parenting it doesn't sit super naturally all together like if I was like oh let Isla walk to the shops I get nervous Because I'm like What if something went wrong On my watch So that's like Just another thing mm-hmm. But I really like it Like I would love them To be able to get the bus And as soon as they're Age ready Like that, my kids walk to school By themselves one day a week And they walk home They know it's that day But I'm nervous I'm standing at the window And I'm like looking And I'm like Oh it's a, it's a quarter part You know what I mean yeah. Like But I push myself to do it Because it's a quality I value Independence And I bet they love it right? They do and they don't And this is where I get challenged is Isla loves it, Mm -hmm. she's a naturally independent person, and Teddy's like, ugh... All can right. you just come and pick us up, mum? Yeah, <laughs> but like he's not great. I'm up for that. He's kind of mm. more like I don't know, so I have to sort of judge it. There. Does he
1: get soothed by Isla's confidence or bolstered by it? At mm. least no, no, he's
0: totally his own person. Okay, yeah, but like anyways, sometimes
1: you know it can be contagious. Yeah. Like I've witnessed that in my own children, where Iggy is so tentative about something, and the Ruff is like, "It's fine, Iggy, you can do it." Like he listens to her more than me. Oh, of course he does. Yes, yeah, because
0: she's his peer. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, it's just really interesting. That's what I think. So you think you're a lighthouse parent through and through any other traits of other things I think there's a, a degree of
1: attachment parenting that definitely resonates it's funny you want to take all the best parts of every I know. type you of parenting you just want to cherry pick
0: the good positive part uh,
1: like lawnmower uh, helicopter parent,
0: I just hard don't relate. I don't relate, but I understand the instinct Mm. because I have felt the instinct to swoop in and save my kids and I've fought it Mm. or sometimes I haven't. Sometimes I have swooped in and it didn't feel good, you know. But So I totally respect the instinct is there because you don't want them to be in pain. You don't. You don't want them to hurt. You don't want them to be bullied. You don't want them to not be thriving in any environment. So the instinct I understand, but I feel like there's a second level there where I go, no, 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 let him do it. I think with Rafa starting school next year I'll get a lot of that. Yeah. You know, the inclination
1: to fix it. Mm -hmm. Dolphin parenting also very much appeals to me. Like it appeals to me in theory, but do you know what? I'm a lazy parent. (laughs) Mm.
0: I don't love structure.
1: Yeah. Look, I romanticize the dolphin. I think because I grew grew up loving dolphins. I was that basic (laughs) bitch who was eight years old and had posters of dolphins all over my wall. I had a dolphin t-shirt, necklaces, loved all the dolphin. I had a dolphin candle. Oh, cute. Do you remember those?
0: No, but great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was obsessed. Yes. <laughs> so I get the appeal of that, but no, I genuinely feel most connected to lighthouse parenting. Yeah, same. I aspire to be free range, but I don't think I have the confidence or trust. And oh, when your kids
0: are young still, like, yeah, you know, it- I like us keeps proving to me how independent she is. Mm. So yeah, but it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. I am like so scared of the driving phase. I can't tell you. Like, I think it's the only real, I mean, we all have fears, but it's like that stage we have to go through. Mm. I can't opt out. They're going to need to learn to. To drive. Like I'm like really like, come on, AI, like come on, self-driven cars. I like I don't want my kids to learn to drive. It's so scary. But that's like the ultimate independence is learning to drive.
1: I've so. parked that
0: mm. in my <laughs> brain.
1: I've shelved it Bidum- for now. Psh- I can't even deal with it. Yeah. The idea of my kids driving. Yeah. What I have been dealing with a lot lately though is Rafa straight up saying, verbatim. I can't wait to be a grown-up so I can do whatever I want and you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Because she's a boss. I was like, girl please don't wish time away but you know youth oh, is that's wasted her on the job un- it is her I job know. is to
0: want to grow up mm. that's positive you it know it is positive it's and i d- serve her well it
1: will it will it's just sending me gray <laughs> hit me with your nut spawn have i got a nut spawn for you hit me girl might surprise you it's not a show oh well it's not a docu-series <sighs> It's a thing. A thing we can buy! It's a thing you can buy. Yay! Now, DLs, I know we don't wear heels often in this season of life, <laughs> but I have found the perfect pair of heels that can be your every heels yeah. for all occasions. They're super freaking comfortable. Now, my wide-footed DLs, <laughs> you will love this because high heels can be hard. Yeah. They're from Chic. They're called the Tina Heel. Tina! Yes, they're a slide-on. They're gold, but that kind of matte, almost silvery gold, not a yellowy gold. Where it, they're rose gold. Yes, they just go with everything. everything. Yeah, they look great on you. There's nothing around the ankles, so they're like slides, but you can slide but into them. But they're not a
0: kitten. They're a tall heel. Oh, they're a proper heel, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but they're comfy as fuck. Mm-hmm. They would suit most occasions. They are reasonably priced What's by heel RRP? standard. Look, they're 120 bucks okay, but I feel like these are heels that you would have for the next six to eight years. Cost per wear. Yep. And the quality is beautiful. I bought a pair to wear for our VIDLs. Yeah. Easter Uh, egg if you're coming tonight.
0: Do you know what DLs?
1: I'm so fucking basic. Like these were the heels that they had in in the the dressing room. Okay. So Funny story, there's a Kavari down the road from my house. It's so dangerous. They have the nicest heels in the change room. And every time I wear them, I'm like, where can I buy the – look, I appreciate they're comfortable because 20,000 people have worn them before me and softened them. But the team at Kavari are like, oh, they're discontinued. Like we've had these for ages. And and I'm like, what? But anyway, went into chic with Revzy, tried on some outfits, tried their dressing room heels. And I was like, they're not going to fucking have them. But I was like, excuse me, where are these heels from? And they're like, chic online. And I said, yeah, but are they really comfy or are these just super worn in? They're like, no, they're new. Yeah. And they're not leather. No. Yeah. So they're just comfy. Anyway, I ordered them online on the spot. They arrived to my house. I've tried them on. They are amazing. Chic delivery is so fast.
0: So fast. So handy.
1: Anyway, the Tina Heel, 119.99 $9 Can recommend.
0: Love it. Hear me with you, not spawn. Now, if you've bought too many things from Sheik. <laughs> Maybe you need to clear out your cupboards. I have been trying to spring clean, even though it's not yet spring, my house for a while because I got a new wardrobe and I had to make space and I've been changing the kids room, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, did a big binge clean Mm -hmm. and got rid of I've had bags of clothes. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. Once I'd sorted out what was going to my nephews, what was going to the good mum, what was going to my friend, all that stuff, I had still bags left and stuff that should be used again because none of it, you know, some of it's not even worn. It's devastating. It, you know, breaks your heart about landfill every time you do it. Anyway, have you heard of clothing cleanup? I have not, but my ears are open. This is sick. This is a service. You go online to clothingcleanup.com.au. You book in your free collection. You put your bags out with the little stickers on it. They come get them. Are you kidding? It's free. You don't have to put them in the back of your car or have them sitting in your entrance way for three months slash three years. Dude, mine you have just, been sitting in the boot for three months. You just book it, they come get it and they are committed to keeping things out of landfill. So you can feel really, really good about it. They repurpose, they get it to the right places, they recycle, they donate, they do all the good Samaritan work for you. All I, you need to do is book it and put your bags I out. I almost feel like I want to pay <laughs> for this service. I know. Well, you can support them. if You, you can follow them on socials. They're called clothing cleanup or just go to their website. Like they're doing amazing stuff. They're not everywhere yet, but they're in a lot of places. So just follow them on socials, go on the website and just let's support them because they're doing such a cool thing
1: i love this because after the show Revsy, you know how i've got a little bit of time off mm-hmm. i am planning to do a big cleanse of mm-hmm. the kids wardrobes yeah, nice. and i will have lots of goods to donate
0: yeah nice so anyway clothing You such a great recco well
1: brisbane we gotta go we got a show to do exactly and we will see you tonight tonight at the
0: powerhouse it's sold out so sorry you can't come <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't got your ticket by now, what are you doing? What are you doing? We love you, Brisbane, and we love you, DLs. We will see you bright and early Friday morning for a bestie hotline. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.